Looking to kick old habits to the curb? Number one New York Times bestselling author Jen Sincero gets to the core of habit transformation in Badass Habits. Whether you need to break them, make them, understand them, or stick to them, Badass Habits shows you how in a simple 21-day guide. Featuring Jen's hilarious voice, Badass Habits offers a much-needed fresh take on conventional wisdom. Badass Habits, with audiobook read by the author, is now available wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast. Kunal, it's a very exciting week because we have another week of testing waiting right before us. Yes, and a few days before everyone heads to Melbourne. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. And also a few days for McLaren Honda to try not to be the McLaren Honda they've been all pre-season testing long as well. Try being the operative <laughs> word there. <laughs> but Formula 1's been at its predictable best even in testing. Yes, Mercedes will run a few race simulations, you know, with both their drivers. And you know what's more predictable, Kunal? The, their, one of their cars had an electrical problem. And that was only when Lewis Hamilton was driving. <laughs> so unfortunately, I think his luck from 2016 has not left his side just yet. Ominous signs already for 2017. <laughs> I'm wondering if a certain Mr. Rosberg was laughing in the distance. <laughs> but <laughs> So we can also predict that McLaren Honda will undergo a few more changes in their Honda power units. And... Uh, There'll be, a, you know, the talk of divorce will probably do more rounds as well. Although we can't blame McLaren Honda because, you know, this is pre-season testing and there's nothing wrong in learning how to change your engines because you never know when you need to do that during a race <laughs> weekend as well. And the funnier part of this whole McLaren thing is, you know, uh, especially the divorce is that McLaren might reunite with Mercedes before the start of the 2017 season. And actually, that's funny and strange altogether. We were hoping for Fernando Alonso in a Mercedes, <laughs> and I think we'll have to be content with the possibility of this for now. And Formula One cars actually aren't plug-and-play, unlike our regular smart technology. Kunal, are you trying to say that Formula One cars aren't smart? <laughs> or Formula One isn't smart for that matter? <laughs> uh, before I answer that question, here's a quick look at what's in store for you in this week's episode. We try and predict the outcome of the second test in Barcelona. Mercedes on top, McLaren at the bottom and in trouble. And which team will actually go for a sponsor or a PR lap? Will we see a pink force India? And guys, we're also going to tell you about Vijay Malia's connection with the color pink and the brand Pinky and the name Pinky for that matter. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how and why Formula One's viewership is decreasing. Kunal, in comparison, our podcast has more and more listeners every single month. So I think we can teach Formula One a couple of things. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, we will have a section towards the end called The Chokes on McLaren. So stay tuned till the very end for your loudest laughs. Now back to your question. Uh, is Formula One not smart? Well, they may be or maybe not. Because at this moment, we've got the DRS, which makes me think that we are not smart. And... We're still wondering in 2017 if there will be any wheel-to-wheel -wheel action whatsoever, despite all the hype regarding and surrounding this season. In fact, all the other drivers seem to think that overtaking will be tough. 
And the only driver who thinks it won't be an issue, surprise, surprise, Max Verstappen. <laughs> we could have predicted that. <laughs> I think uh, Ferrari and Red Bull uh, will be close enough to Mercedes, but not faster. I can predict that. And although I do expect at least one of the teams to do a sponsor lap towards the end of the test. And for those who are new to Formula 1, a quick uh, explanation of what a sponsor or a PR lap could be. So... The teams will purposely carry low fuel in the car and then try and put a quickest uh, lap on the board, which would then suddenly hype up the team's performance just before the start of the season. And then the commercial team will try and go and tell the sponsors that, guys, we're going to have a great 2017. Why don't you put a few million pounds on us? So it's those evil marketing people to blame, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Red Bull, though, seem to have enough sponsors. Maybe it'll be Ferrari (laughs) or McLaren. (laughs) (laughs) They need a title sponsor, but <laughs> could also be Force India or Williams for that matter. Uh, McLaren needs like sponsor laps, you know, many, <laughs> many, many of them. <laughs> so by the way, the news is that if a certain sponsor joins Force India, their cars will turn pink. And that reminds me of this racing cartoon I watched as a little girl. It was called Penelope Pitstop. Kunal, <laughs> did you ever watch that? Never. <laughs> Anything pink is never welcome. So you claim. <laughs> But uh, Vijay Malia owned the Pinky Vodka and his girlfriend's name is Pinky. So there's at least one person who wouldn't mind the pink Force India, I guess. (laughs) Or well, make it two, but okay. (laughs) I can also predict that Lance Stroll will have a few more off-track excursions. (laughs) And uh, we'll have a few more laughs than I already did while he has those excursions. <laughs> and I really wonder if Lance Stroll will change the meaning of the term, go for a stroll for motorsport fans. <laughs> Kunal, I have my money on that, actually. <laughs> After JCB, Williams have pulled off another sponsorship coup, so they've gone and tied up with Bombardier, the aircraft manufacturing company. And Kunal, incidentally, while we're making a lot of fun of Lance Stroll, This entire partnership is also through him. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, frankly, I think Williams have realized that the fastest and the cheapest way to transport spares across the world is by tying up with an aircraft company. And this will actually allow Lance Stroll as many crashes as he pleases through the season. (laughs) We're not complaining. It's good entertainment. (laughs) Honestly, I am surprised though that they chose to tie up with Stroll and hence Williams rather than Lewis Hamilton. Kunal, Lewis Hamilton has been this poster boy for the Bombardier jet. I think the number of times that that jet has appeared on his social media feed, you know, it should have already been a... A few million dollars of sponsorship. Yeah, like free sponsorship (laughs) on Lewis Hamilton's Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what else have we got? So Red Bull Racing are bringing or will bring some innovative aero attachments. It's an Adrian Newey car, obviously. I think that car was too plain in the first test and... Maybe or possibly that can't be their car for 2017, for sure. Kunal, I have a new name for Adrian Newey. Do you want to hear? Of course. (laughs) Adrian Newey is the Lord of the Wings. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) I also predict that Fernando Alonso is going to do a few more fun things on track, you know. Taking off from his deck chair moment, just so that he can create a few more Alonso emojis. (laughs) In fact, he turned photographer for Wandoon last week. So I think we can expect like a little camera emoji soon. (laughs) You know, clearly the Formula One profession isn't fulfilling enough for Alonso at the moment. (laughs) Okay, we're going to have some more uh, McLaren jokes later on in the episode. 
and we have so many good jokes that we actually made a separate section on them guys so please stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> and so after two seasons max verstappen will finally have veer or v e r and not v e s on the timing screens and i can't believe that they blocked VER for Jean Eric Bourne like just cannot come to terms with that <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't doing any justice to VER while he was racing <laughs> actually so again predictable but sad actually formula 1's viewership has registered a decline for the 6th consecutive year kunal Ouch. i'm going to let that sink in for a second and remarkably in the uk which is lewis hamilton's key fan base Viewership has dropped by fifty percent. Ouch! I think the one market where viewership would have gone up is the Netherlands. Obviously, like crazy, you know, <laughs> like five times yeah. the amount. So I read somewhere that Hamilton's dip in fortune in two thousand and sixteen was one of the reasons, and I fail to understand what that means because. He actually won more races in 2016 than the damn world champion. And the world championship wasn't decided yeah. till the last race. So last lap. Why yeah. do people stop watching, I guys? <laughs> Though we've seen how a single team dominating the sport has impacted viewership in the past. So there's been Ferrari, there's been Red Bull, and now it's Mercedes. Kunal, I really hope that 2017 is different. It'll be more entertaining for us. Yes. And hopefully, all these people who've left the sport, guys, come back. It's yeah, not it's that fun. bad. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, we make the sport fun. Come back. <laughs> Listen to us, <laughs> if not the sport. <laughs> and finally, I think the switch from free to air to pay TV and lots of other factors, but basically, Chase Carey and Ross Brown's work is now cut out. And I remember how Formula One's viewership was like half a billion or a little above. you know a few years back and let's hope that we can collectively bring all these people back to our fun sport more power to you kunal <laughs> and since we are on statistics here's a quick and a very interesting one so the inside line formula 1 podcast gets an average of a 3 and a half thousand listens per episode and that that actually then means 5000 listens a week which eventually culminates to close to 200,000 listens by the end of this year that's what we are aiming for guys so, that is outstanding yeah, if so. i may say so myself kunal <laughs> kunal this one's for you well done oh, thanks you <laughs> and yes that's a lot of listens and guys if y'all are not subscribed to us already please look for us on itunes and audio boom and stay tuned for your weekly dose of formula 1 humor yes and in fact if you're subscribers already Why don't you help us spread the word and get your friends and family and other Formula One fans to subscribe and tune into us every single week? Yes. <laughs> okay, enough of self. Enough of us. Yes. <laughs> Back to Formula One. Kunal, what do you think Formula One can do if Mercedes lands up being too quick again in 2017? See, I'm not sure Formula One can do anything, but I think as fans, we totally should. We should lodge a protest against Mercedes for being too quick. and ruining our sport and time <laughs> yet again one more year <laughs> yeah 14 15 16 i can't do one more trust me <laughs> although i know i will but <laughs> the other person we can blame if formula 1 does become formula yawn as we like to call it we are going to blame pirelli they've got tires that go on and on and on yeah and then i also predict that they'll blame the 2017 regulations for being too aero heavy And so they've made the cars quick and fun for the drivers and we read about drivers actually getting bruises as they've been driving but they've forgotten what the fans want and no that's not overtaking it's wheel to wheel racing and I'd written this post about the truth about overtaking on my blog I'm going to give a link to that in the 
text as well. And as a fan, I'm happy to see cars fight each other, whether an overtake takes place or not. By the way, those Pirelli tires I was talking about, Kunal, they're still going on. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is that Braun wants to do away with the shark fins and the T-wings. We called it right in our last week's episode, actually. Guys, y'all should listen in to that episode if y'all haven't already. The T-wing should go the T-bone way. <laughs> <laughs> and so enough with the predictable stuff. Uh, I think we've got a few unpredictable points to talk about as well. Lewis Hamilton has said that his relationship with Botas is the best he's had with any teammate already. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it strange. It's really strange because Hamilton has actually... He never gets along with teammates and we've seen that in the past. <laughs> the stranger part to me is wondering how much time these two have already spent together. A few hours, maybe a full day. I think it's just too early to call this one. Maybe that's why Lewis actually likes him because, you know, they've not spent any time together <laughs> yet. No baggage. <laughs> <laughs> On the Mercedes front, their car livery might not have changed much. But Monster, who is a team sponsor and now a Lewis Hamilton sponsor... They've launched a livery change, which is pretty cool. They've launched a Lewis Hamilton special can in his colours and apparently, you know, to his taste and all of that. And I think that's outstanding because Lewis Hamilton has packaged himself as the sport's most recognised drivers. And in fact, this reminds me, you know, that Serena Williams has said that it is her desire to wrestle in the WWE at some point. And not many drivers other than Hamilton could even think of making such a career switch. And, you know, he's gone and Instagram pictures of him being in his music studio between the two tests. And I think that's really interesting. Hamilton's former mentor, Ron Dennis, has also made a similar switch. And frankly, I was shocked. So from being ousted from McLaren, he's gone and gotten himself appointed as the advisor to the Ministry of Defence in the UK government. <laughs> like, that sounds really fancy. Yeah, and so Ron Dennis couldn't save McLaren and himself from McLaren, and now he's out to help save the UK. I think that's interesting. And since we're on <laughs> Dennis, I think it's time for our The Jokes on McLaren section. Woohoo, I can hardly wait. <laughs> So Richard Mile or Mill, I don't know how it's pronounced, the watch company, uh, they're sponsoring Haas as well as the McLaren. And basically, I think the Richard Mile does not trust McLaren entirely to help deliver on their Formula One objective. <laughs> I don't think anyone trusts McLaren to deliver anything at this moment. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> McLaren has gone from, you know, the iconic and world famous tag you are. And now they're with the relatively unknown Richard Mile and they have to share Richard yeah. Mile. Can you imagine Ron Dennis agreeing to a non-exclusive sponsorship deal for McLaren ever? I mean, strange. I guess it's good that he's not around. <laughs> <laughs> Honda is worried about their engine reliability. So basically, they're worried about reliability and power. So tell me, Kunal, what are they exactly delivering for McLaren? <laughs> Headaches, heartaches, some jokes, a lot of memes. <laughs> And a lot of content for our podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and uh, after losing track time in the first test, McLaren have claimed that they'll now have to use Friday practice sessions for testing. You know, honestly, I think we should just let McLaren be. We've had a lot of fun at their expense, <laughs> but now, Kanal, we have better things to talk about. <laughs> so, contract extensions for Canada and Russia. That's the latest news. Of course, I'm all yay about Canada, obviously. 
and i'm sure the formula 1 management is all yay about russia and the money <laughs> i'm sure danny kivat is also yay <laughs> <laughs> vladimir putin as well although it'll be still interesting to see if eccleston and putin meet in russia next year or rather this this year and uh, I, frankly i don't mind the track in russia it's got that really long left hander but that's pretty much about it and you know that's the one where danny kivat took vettel out last season and then saw himself demoted yes There's also been a contract extension for Sergio Marchionne at Ferrari and he's going to be there till 2021. That's that's a long time. <laughs> Basically Ferrari has to bear his jibes for another 4 years at least. <laughs> and this is also Ferrari's way of telling Mercedes whatever you do we can do one year better. And this is in reference to Mercedes renewing Toto Wolff and Niki Lauda's contracts till 2020. And wow. uh, <laughs> and finally, Ross Brown's using his brains as well, and that's why we love him. He has talked of a non-championship race to try new racing formats and other relevant innovations, and I think it's an awesome idea. At least we won't see debacles like the elimination qualifying format from last season. Kunal, I'm tempted to agree, but I think I'm going to reserve my judgment <laughs> till we know whether this non-championship race is going to be held in India or not. <laughs> you clearly hold the Indian Grand Prix very close to your heart, of course. <laughs> of course, I do. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope that you agree with our predictions and that they do come right by the end of the second test in Barcelona. And we will see you just a few days after that. Thank you very much. If you look around, you'll see the world can be pretty smart. Okay, very smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. That's why we're reshaping online learning with our FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines, take classes at your own pace, even leverage your previous experience to move faster. So when it comes to earning your bachelor's degree, you know what kind of choice to make. A smart one. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.